Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello, and welcome back to an exciting commentary episode of Bone Thrower's Theater. This is Johnny, normally played Chine North. This is Jeremy, playing Julian Illix. This is Aaron, I usually play Sam Faluge. This is Ellie, usually playing Archie. This is Jeff, I usually play... Land. And I'm Jordan, and I am the Game Master. And this is a more parts-moving-around episode than a bangy-bangy-flashy episode, but it got a little... It's about tense. to get bangy-bangy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tom fired his gun for the second time. Only the second time? Only, Only the second time. And both their family members. <laughs> uh-huh. Both at the same family member. Very peaceful. No? No, the first one was at my father. Oh, yeah. Very peaceful individual until he has to deal with family. Yeah. Chime needs to get back to the lieutenant he was speaking to. What was her name? Armstrong? Uh, no, Captain. Captain, Captain Perry. Captain yeah. Perry. Yeah, I'm not going back there. Lieutenant Armstrong from uh, Fullmetal Alchemist. <laughs> so this is going to be really interesting, actually, to see a character who is devoted to calming people down, placating people, mm-hmm. soothing people. And very emotionally uh, tense. Go into, yeah, this yes. Amer- emotionally tense arena. Yeah. And, and how he's going to affect people around him. That sort of, I don't know if you could tell, it wasn't just me that was a little bit flustered. Julian, at that last scene, got a little like, um, what's, what's wrong going on? <laughs> what's wrong with time? Yeah, because it was, it was, in all the conversations, it's like, I, I just calm people down. And yes. then all of a sudden, when it shifted to, it seemed like we weren't going to be able to persuade this android. Chime got volatile, like, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, I've, Julia's been pushing for this for Chime, but where where is this coming from? This is ridiculous. Do we actually want this from this? Yeah, and so... Yes, me as a player didn't know what to do at that very instance. The character, Julian, was like, I don't know what to do with this now because this is not the way... <laughs> it's not time. This is not what we were trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Which is why he ended up just saying, all right, power down, shut down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Enough persuasion, just get out of our way and we will figure this out. Yeah. But you understand why, why he was not going to get out of your way. Yes and no. I mean, because he's I mean, I trying it. to protect the elemental because they're an elemental. I get that, but but at the same time, it, it's he's a doctor. Yes, he's oh. a he's a doctor. Do no harm and all that. Yeah, but at the same time, that's this is the first android that has knowingly that knows about this the apparent split between subjugators and coexisters that has shown any kind of concern towards the subjugators. Yeah. So, 
that's where it came a little out of left field for for Julian. Julian wasn't expecting that type of response. So here's the thing to me is like you hear stories about the Civil War and the True. doctors from both sides mm-hmm. treated both sides. service oh, yeah. members yes. from both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that is that's always kind of been my mentality for how the doctors at the animal preserve would respond. Um, because as far as they know, you know, Archie is an enemy combatant at this point. And also look at the two characters that were there were the two characters that have been transgressed on heavily by that elemental. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like you put Sam and and Jer in that situation, they're probably like, Oh, fine, okay. Alright, then we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's why as soon as you told me that it was Choler and they took it away, I was not le- I'm not leaving laying that thing out of my sight either. Now you understand why Julian didn't yes. let it out of his sight. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you guys. So, I love the therapy sessions uh-huh. with Archie. <laughs> oh, yes. So much revelation. It's uh, very intriguing. Theories, possible theories that have gone come out of that. I've been enjoying them. Um, Not going to lie. One, you're a fun patient. Yes. Oh, thanks. <laughs> there were a couple of points that were said in, I think, one of the first ones, not in the latest round, that I talked about a little bit in between episodes. Number one, it sounded like at first when uh, Archie was saying something about, um, well, where is he? Sound like the answer Jordan was giving was referring more to the original water element. Yeah. And then Archie circled that around and switched, and then all of a sudden was asking about Bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think. The, yeah, two two different characters yeah. in my book, remember? BR. Okay. BR and I don't BR. know which one you were you're asking about BR. At BR. That BR. At yeah. that point? I hadn't, as the colors are coming out more of this memories coming in with these therapy sessions. Right. So, yeah, then that's what I said after that when we were commenting in between episodes that it seems like Archie's memories are still very disjointed at that mm-hmm. point. Even though Archie's remembering more, there's, Archie doesn't know where they fit. They're in. still disjointed between the two elementals. Between the two elementals and the programming. Yeah. Um, so that's why when Archie was asking about one thing that seemed like it was the elemental, the the water elemental, could have been, but then without knowing it, Archie also switched to also ask about BR. And one thing that time-wise, in the timeline, that adds up, and this is the interesting theory, because we all know from the flashback that as soon as Archie got to Consiglio, that's when Archie was captured. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like immediately, like in customs. Right. That's yeah. when Archie mm-hmm. was captured. So pretty much did not get to do anything mission wise as the water elemental. But then in the therapy sessions, it was said that when Archie was working at the Slipper Weasel, was already a fire elemental using mm-hmm. use of fire. That was pre explosion. Yeah. So the council has had Archie and has maybe been swapping elementals in and out of Archie's chassis all along and it wasn't just oh water elemental in out Choler's elemental in it was water out fire in 
Uh, let's take the fire out and see what this does. It's almost let's like, like they were trying to make the perfect match. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The perfect specimen. So, and it came up later, and something about because they've Archie, been there three years. Yeah, mm-hmm. Archie. Yeah. Archie doesn't realize. Somebody said something about Archie not knowing something about all the pain that has happened. I don't remember the words exactly, but it had something about being the amount of pain or the number of times Archie was pained. Uh, Archie doesn't remember remember that. Mm -hmm. And that sort of fits the theory that big for three years, the councils has been in control of Archie and has been just using Archie to experiment. So almost like the putting Choler's elemental into Archie actually healed Archie a little bit. Because if Archie hasn't been aware for the past three years, and the first elemental that we see Archie aware that something is going on is Choler's elemental. Choler's elementals... No, Choler's There's more disturbed. It's it's more of a, every time they put a new elemental, it's like a reboot. He doesn't remember the previous time before that. Only bits oh, okay, so you're just the you're time. Yeah. knowing that it's just, there's been a complete wipe each time rather yes. than... Well, not 100% complete, but... Okay. The base programming hasn't been changed, but the memory core has been wiped. Yeah, and the, basically, it's kind of complicated because most of the personality comes from... Elemental. The elemental. The coding, the, the, there's an, enough coding in there to, to maintain some continuity, mm-hmm. but it's m- most of the memories are actually handled by the element. Mm. So, okay. Okay. So basically, what they're doing at this point is each therapy session is trying to recode a little bit of the, the coding to take what was corrupted and put it together. Essentially, the root virus is was created by swapping elementals in and out of Archie's chassis so many times. Oh. So Archie is... Really? Root menu. Archie oh. is patient zero. Jordan just handed that to us. Yes, he did. Wow! Wow! Then didn't Wait, see that repeat? coming. No, what? did not see that coming at all. Archie is patient Archie is zero. patient zero of the root virus. The, the root virus was accidentally created by all the swapping back and forth. Because and it's, that corruption of... Because it's corruption it, to both coding... And elementals. Are we going to leave that in the commentary? Well, yeah, it's canon now. Um, so now, that, that, that completely ruins my theory. Because my theory was that it came so Choler never had the root virus. Well, Choler was the last host. Right, before. The most amount of corruption. But Choler is also fanatically devoted to the council and to Huracan. Choler could have got, since it is apparently contagious, could have gotten it at, from from interaction because interaction was part of that. Because yes. Archie was captured by the council. We know that Del Linden got it at some point. Mm-hmm. Could be very early on mm-hmm. after yeah. interacting with, hey, let's interact with this new android. Let's see what we can do with it. All right, we'll figure out later. Go yeah. do your mission in Marlene kind of thing. Yeah. And then and Sam goes to, to rescue, and that's when we see Del Linden with the, the virus. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Choler could have had it before. Right. But when Choler actually got it... And if Choler has know. been reinfected, maybe. You say reinfected? I'm sure Choler had experience with Archie when Archie had another... Right. 
Well, we don't know for sure if Choler was actually a council member. Oh, no, Choler wasn't. Choler was was the was the 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 leader of the fire drakes. Well, the fire drakes were... He was responsible for the slippery weasel. He could have easily known me. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. We actually, in canon, have never said who was responsible for the slippery weasel. We assume that it was the fire drakes. Right, Could because because of the because, evidence that, oh, no, of the explosion. Because the fire drakes found out that that was a big recruiting center for healing hands. Yeah. So yeah. that we never actually have said, oh, this is why the slipper weasel blew up, but we have seen why the dome blew up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that one was most definitely sure. Yes. Another major reason why we assumed that it was the fire drakes that blew up the slippery weasel is because if it was the council, they just would have condemned and imploded the building. Yeah. Mm. The Department of Tenement Implosions, one of my favorite made-up Yes. 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 The council have just done it publicly. Yeah. For, for no reason. For no reason. No, no yeah. reason. Just because they, they could. And the fact is that GX-35 was used on the explosion. Ellie, you were going to say something? Nothing to do with anything, but I would like to make a note that I'm extremely excited that I now have water and fire capabilities. Well, for the moment. For the moment, because you're still okay. in the simulation. That's just coding. simulation, yes. I was about to say, the coding, you're, your coding is retaining the knowledge of how to utilize either. So, you don't I, have a physical elemental. Yeah. A, yet. Yet. The yet. tea was an awesome throw in addition. That, that was, yeah. and it came kind of out of nowhere, and but it came this this theme throughout the the therapy mm-hmm. sessions, yeah. which was sort of really a a good. I don't know. I I didn't it. know how the how it would go between you and Sarani. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to have you two working together, some interacting together right. somehow here because my my assumption is that Sarani. Less far gone, probably was helping you. Like had been mostly healed already. Was all already old, well, more experienced mm-hmm. in this form. So, part of me, this was thinking. So that is that actually Sorani's program that's there helping, or is it just a construct, or is it a? Construct? That's what I thought it was, and I I thought maybe Sorani's not even. Yeah. That so maybe Sarani is in worse shape for some reason. I honestly and, thought it was Sarani. Okay. And that's why I don't, when you were calling it air gap, it's technically not air gap. Because if Sarani and Archie are talking within this simulation, they're networked. Those two are networked, yes. But not with the rest not of the Not with the rest but outside of, world. Yeah. yeah. So basically, they're in a controlled room yeah. with wires going from one head to another. Okay. And whenever they're going out of the simulation, that's when Sarani is getting further updates. They are able to pass on single individual messages to her, which is why she's responding. At the middle, the middle of the episode, they or the middle of the last session, they nearly pulled Sarani out hmm. because they thought that Archie's Archie was getting a little too too violent. So they were going to they were going to pull Sarani and Sarani yeah. said no. Well, I'd like to make a note. I don't know if you guys noticed, but my I calmed Archie down, mm-hmm. and that was based off of like I you guys guys actually put into words. I didn't really realize that it was a therapy session, and then it just kind of felt that way. 
as we kept talking and I was like, oh, this is calming. Have some tea. We're having the d- discussion of spilling the tea. Yeah. Like, tea all around, <laughs> folks. And it was just, I felt like, and with the um, rebooting, I'm trying to re- like go back to who Archie is and he's more calm, reserved. He's not this angry fellow. He's, no, he's, he's a fly-by-the-seats pants of his gat. What, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> <laughs> word English word sometimes maybe. Yeah, yeah. Probably. But mm-hmm. I tried to make that flow into that session. No, and I love that. Uh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. that was kind of what, uh, the idea that I was working with is like, let's do therapy sessions as like a symbolic stand-in for computer programming. Because, because computer programming is boring. Yeah. 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 When, you, when you're... Th- actually talking about it i I like the idea of more details come along as archie's programming becomes more complete that was that was a cool thing that was that was a cool that was an embellishment i was originally just going to keep it all in a like this black no globe and it was like oh no i can add like it works because yeah i i said this in between episodes because you we had two scenes of it and it just feels like the scenery was just transforming like without it's like oh you're not in a new place it's all of a sudden the scenery is just different and so I said it felt very uh, Neo and Morpheus in the Matrix yeah. talking about you can choose the red pill you can choose the blue pill <laughs> which one do you want yeah the other star of the evening was not Troy it was it was Jer Jer and Archie and to an extent no, not Sam. Sam didn't do anything. Sam did Jack. <laughs> Sam, Sam, did Sam Jack. didn't do Jack. Sam fired a shot at Jack. <laughs> well, you know, that's funny. We, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Because okay. let, let's put a pin in that because I definitely want to have a conversation about that in our yeah. discussion that we had maybe in the future. So, But let's talk about Jared because Jared was awesome too. Yeah. I was not expecting for my elemental to guide me in healing the root. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. I like... That was the only way I could think of actually yes. dealing the root virus. Really? Yes. Yeah, and it makes sense. We, we sort of said this outside. I don't even know if I said it to Jordan. We said in order to heal, one, the root virus with the elemental and also this computer thing that's going on, it's going to be have to be something outside of the wheelhouse of our character's knowledge. Mm-hmm. Because as our characters, I don't think we have a clue of how, what to do for this. No, so no. I really like that as one set up from last session as the elemental starts to be a whole lot more forthcoming with Jer. Yes. That now Jer's trying to do something and the elemental is finally like, all right, fine, I'm going to help you for real now. Yeah. I, you've, I've just been kind of helping you along the way for the past 200 years and just kind of like, oh yeah, that's the easy stuff. But now, okay, fine. Let's get to the hard stuff. Well, how much of it also because the elementals got a stake in this? Because if this virus is an elemental virus, it could be a big deal for... Well, yeah. it also brings to mind, like, look at where we are. We're in a hospital run by the androids, which androids are powered by the elementals. Mm-hmm. You know? Who's to say, like, yeah, he is in a human body, human body as a, like a subjugator... But that does not necessarily mean that that elemental is a subjugator. Elemental. We've been hinting at that, and I think 
from some side conversations that have gone along, there's going to be more of that aspect thrown into the story that, oh, yeah, they're labeled subjugators, but not all of them are actually subjugators yeah. kind of thing. Well, it's, there's, there's yeah. no such thing. when Whenever you have multiple sides to any discussion or, or conflict, there's no such thing as an us versus them binary. There is no such thing. There is there's always going to be a spectrum of people. Except in football. Well, this but football's a little different though. <laughs> I just and, had to throw that. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Which Except is an Jedi. absolute statement. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. I saw a meme the other day that said that he's like and he goes, but only is this absolute he's like, did I stutter? <laughs> <laughs> With glowing red eyes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And who knows that, I mean, I would assume that Jer's Elemental, being around for so long, knows about that rift in Elemental society. Mm -hmm. But was willing to just do nothing about it until now, oh, now all these humans that we're interacting with, they also know about that. Yeah, let's make sure that I'm not lumped in with something that I don't want to be lumped in with, mm. kind of thing. Maybe. But also, also one thing I do want to point out, if there is this, if the healing hands sees themselves as a third option, a middle path, so to speak, then the fact that Katari and Sarani were working together is something yes. to be explored. Yes, and we've also said it, that's possible because we've also thrown out there that it was actually uh, Redneck's near that formed the alliance with the animal pr preserve. Uh -huh. yeah. And that's why there were so many androids going to Consiglio um, as spies. Yeah. Hmm. So, yes, there is some cooperation between and there what they, some the androids label subjugators and coexisters. Yeah. yeah. So, one thing that and I didn't get to the other aspect of what I wanted to try and do. One thing, one of my goals for Julian this episode was to showcase how he is actually trying to combine powers yeah. and see what kinds of effects they have. He, we saw over the course of the last several other episodes how he's trying to expand his powers himself, but now how he can combine powers. And the first obvious choice was obviously was to use chime. Yeah, since. He had been working with Chime and that whole scene about we're going to train how to use our innate powers. I kind of like that concept of using Chime's words and echoing Chime's words as another method of persuasion to see if the fact that Chime is saying them with his innate power and they're being telepathically copied yeah, and echoed, re re echoed to the elemental mm -hmm. if that has a greater effect. Or a different effect. Mm -hmm. Well, the fact that it's echoed with your persuasion abilities towards elementals. Oh, unintentional. I just thought of it. Do you realize that I wanted? I some at some point wanted to do this. That Julian was going to stray from word for word from Chime and yeah, put his I, own emphasis. Oh yeah, I definitely on saw that. Do you realize that right after I did that is when. Chime got hostile. Mm -hmm. What if that's a feedback? Ooh. A feedback. That oh, would that, be awesome. Oh, that would be weird. It's like feedback. So, so if Julian had done that word for word. 
Chime would have stayed absolutely calm, but because Julian put his own uh, emotion and in aggression on it, that was a feedback loop and mm-hmm. automatically had the effect on Chime that way. I like that theory. What well, if that could lead to what we were talking about before with using your powers through me? Yeah. Hmm. And I didn't think about it till just now when we were <laughs> talking about it. And another thing I wanted to do, I wanted to see, because, and this is looking back to the very first scene, naturally, since it had already been done with Sam and Shade, Julian was going to want to go back to Shade and see, oh, what else can he do? Let's see, let's see if that can combine with what Julian's powers were. But then that first scene happened, and it was going to be like, nope. no, that's not going to happen this episode. <laughs> and, and the other part of it was... In the back of my mind, eh, that, that, that's the obvious choice. But then, let's see if, with a different type of elemental, what if I tried to combine and do something with Jer? Mm-hmm. And how would that work? Yeah. So, Which might now be easier since Jer's elemental seems to at least be on the one-word communication train. Yes. Because if you want, Sam has a really cool uh, ability where I can make a dark area like uh, a portal. And you can see if your powers work inside the portal. Julian has seen the portal. portal. He's not falling for that one. (laughs) All right. Sam, let's go ahead and talk about you and your boneheaded move. Out of game. Yeah. Know exactly. Well, have a theory exactly why. And hindsight, as Julian is running away, Julian's probably like, is that the only reason he did this? Because <laughs> of the note that was passed, yes. that if Sam wants to make it look like he's try at least tried to dispose of Julian. Yes, Shade. And it, again, I don't think Shade really wants Julian dead. I think Shade doesn't know what Shade wants. Sam has okay. So Sam has been, built this working relationship with Shade over the past. I'm. Do you mean codependency? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, over the past, you know. 17 years. And Shade and Sam bonded really when Sam was super young. And so there's this, there, there is a codependency there. And so Sam is aware of how to placate Shade. Some of the times, so Shade will get a whim and be like, yeah, Julian needs to die. And so Sam will, all right, Julian needs to die. And like, kind of act like I'm trying to kill, you know, every now and then trying to trip Julian. You know, more, it's more like Shade just wants to make life hell for Julian for a little bit. Um, so Sam will play along. And, and if, if Shade gets more insistent, then there'll be something else that happens. But Yeah, but from Julian's perspective, as he's realizing that that might be the case, <laughs> Julian's thinking, really, right now is when you want to do this? <laughs> right, we're in the middle of this? Right now is when you want to try and act like... Because Sam saw an opportunity. It, was, it, was, it would be easily explained to the people that were around. You know, I could have sworn there was somebody out there. Yeah. So that was, uh... <laughs> but at least you did try to help take care of the sick and the, the, the Archie bots. Mostly for the joy of juggling bodies. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun scene. You're welcome. And then you're like, I'm just not going to do anything else for the rest of the night. Because Lord knows you're not going into that I'm hospital. I'm not going into the hospital. Not until somebody, you know, I don't even know what it's going to take. Because... See, that was another thought I had at that moment when Chime just kind of went nuts was to say, uh, let me try to connect to Shade. 
Uh, it's going down in here. We need some help. <laughs> but then I thought, it's like, there's probably no way this and, and shade is going to come in. If shade were, if Sam and Shade were coming into that building, people were going to die. Yeah, I mean, it's like <laughs> it's a matter of rumors. Yeah. Somebody, the first person they see, bam, gone. One person yeah. on their team. So, I, oh yeah, that's true. No it would just be void. Yep. <laughs> and. <laughs> I, uh, and that scene also contemplating. You haven't seen the void. No, not no. not the not the council member of the void. Oh yeah, we'll Sam get the void eventually probably. Um, it's a fun. Scene. In that scene with John, that was another thought that crossed Julian's mind: is is should awesome. I just shoot this technician? <laughs> he was almost going to just raise his rifle and like start making demands, and if it didn't happen, it just opened fire. <laughs> it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where time's going with. We need to explore this feedback yes. theory because that That's could be interesting. Idea. But let's go ahead and talk about um, our points. How many have I been giving you? 25. 25? Okay. No. <laughs> no. 35, 45, 55. I think 10. It has been, it's been 10. 10 to 20. 55, 50, 55, 60, 60. 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, The new year. Yeah. $450 for an upside down cake. 450 character points for Julian. Okay. You know, okay. A, a new year celebration. I'll I take can it. see getting a little extra. What did we get? Five. Ten. No, ten. Ten. Ten has been the standard for yeah, this game. Standard. Ten. Yes, ten has been standard. Last time I believe we got twelve. Because what was yes. it? What was it for Terra Proximus? I gave uh, two character points. At first, it was like three. Three. Three character points. And then we started doing absolutely horrible. So did we get any Christmas presents this year? <laughs> you may all each have one as a Christmas present. Yeah. One fate point. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> character point. Character point. Don't uh, forget, you spent three today. So let's go ahead and do votes. <sighs> character uh, advancement. Character. Jer. Jer. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hands down. Mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to get much. Yeah. No, no debate. No. Nope. No. Yeah. Yeah. Best role playing. Sam all the way. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because you were talking about how you feel like you play the, your characters a little too conservative. Well, you spent the entire evening playing conservatively. Yeah. Well, that was no. the situation. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah, th I don't think that was playing conservative. That was playing what the, the character yeah. would actually do. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, best role playing Archie with all the scene, the, the therapy sessions and the tea scenes. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with with Chime because they I can see it. He was very willing to help Jer. Was very willing to help Julian. He was willing to help anybody. And but then that choice as soon as it was Choler, that's when the role playing I think mm -hmm. kicked it up to the next. That was good. The next notch. Yeah. And we it, all knew that was coming. So well, yeah, yeah, we did. Right. Yeah. We, we did. Which and is kind of why we didn't tell him about it. <laughs> we, didn't, right. we, we didn't tell him about it, but at that. <laughs> The reason Julian just came out and said it, look what had just happened. Had tried to go and figure out what's going on with Bear, had got brushed off there. Tried to help with Katari, was getting brushed off there. Went to go to deal with this uh, canister and was starting to be brushed off. And he was like, no. So he was just like, all right, fine. No, I'm letting everything out of the bag right now. It wasn't even like the elders were trying to brush you off. They were just trying to deal with, a, with an emergency situation. No. Yeah. Because, you know trauma because of eagles and <laughs> so my vote is for chime I'll best second role that. play I'll second that although the therapy sessions definitely yeah. were a highlight of 
this session. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just they were just so intriguing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought I I, always, I just and felt like you, I you was couldn't dry. see it. You couldn't see it at the very last one when Jordan really started to set up the atmosphere of the therapy session. You got the two love seats. You got a coffee table with, and he started naming items. Ellie is over there actually sitting like she's relaxing, <laughs> legs crossed, adjusting things on the coffee table. <laughs> sitting. I'm there. studying the scene, man. Yeah. I'm studying the scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, that's why I was laughing at him. I couldn't yeah. see me trying to hold back my. Laughter was because yeah, I saw was, your confusion as I stood up to like push back my chair. And I was like, "What, what are you doing?" And then you <laughs> sat back down. I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> <here we go." laughs> so yeah, those are very good. But I think that last scene put chime over the top for me. For yeah, my, my vote, I agree. Two votes for chime. So we got a tie. I mean, somebody did vote. I haven't voted. Johnny hasn't voted. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> so- usually, Johnny editing. You realize you're usually the last one to vote. Yeah, I know. Everything. <laughs> I know. He's got to ruminate. I do. See, I want to say Jer, but it wasn't really role playing. It was character advancement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think a lot of groups don't differentiate between those yeah. two things. Yes. I think it'd be right. difficult to differentiate. And sometimes sometimes it really is. Well, sometimes they play into each other yeah. at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they go against each other yeah. at the same time. But tonight was definitely you were having character advancement because of actions you were yes. taking. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hate voting for myself, so I'm voting for Archie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's valid. Okay. Let's talk about food. I Obviously, there's only two in the running for me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So was... Claire. No. Yeah. Claire. Oh, no. The stroganoff. I can't get a point. Yeah, he doesn't get points. He can't be voted for. B.S. Actually, no, I have had food given to me before. I've also had best role-playing given to me Yes, and he has to give away the point. Or we did it We did it also at the end of Angel's Guard, where there was no points given to yes. us. Yes. Okay. So. All right, then the eclair casseroles. <laughs> so the options were the eclair yes. dessert. Eclair. Yeah. The Mexican, Mexican lasagna. lasagna. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicken enchiladas. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the cookie brittle. Cookie brittle. And then I brought beef stroganoff because I was excited to play with my new Dutch oven. So, so did you guys know that you were both bringing no. Mexican? No. Hmm. Tex-Mex. That's pretty awesome. That yeah, yeah just, Tex-Mex, yeah. Yeah. It kind of just It gets streaky. It. Yeah, it gets streaky sometimes where we bring, everybody brings desserts or everybody brings like chips or everybody brings main dishes or well, something like it that. Was, it was just neat that it was both main dishes and they went together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Can I vote for two simultaneously? Yeah, that's how I done that once before with two desserts. Yeah. It was the cobbler and the cheesecake. Because mm-hmm. when you put them together. Oh. <laughs> Caloric bliss. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to have to agree with Ellie. It was probably the, uh, the Claire dessert. That was, that'd be my vote too. Looks like you got it, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Sweet. On a roll. Told you it was a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I think that closes off our evening. Guys, thanks very much for a fantastic role-playing session. It's a little shorter because a, we... Yeah, a little shorter because we had we had some other administrative work to take care of tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed our 300th episode. <laughs> Again, just to, to, to close off, I, I cannot believe that we've been here in some shape or fashion for 300 episodes. And the stories that we've told, uh, both in campaigns and one-shots, have yeah. been amazing. 
and ridiculous. Yeah, amazingly ridiculous. Just plain ridiculous. <laughs> the collaboration, though, is is really something that vitalizes me and keeps me going a lot yeah. of times. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. Even if I have no clue what I'm doing when I come in here. And in some ways, being a player is a lot easier than being a GM. Because even if I'm not saying a lot, I still have to be on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you do. But I love it, and I love GMing for all of you guys, uh, because you are hands down the, one of the best role-playing groups I've worked with. I agree. Uh, the, the, the group that we have, the people that we have, the, the tone that we have, um, is just pitch perfect for me as a, as a person, and pitch perfect for the stories that I like to tell. And uh, you guys are really the glue that holds everything together. I think here. our particular mix works well for the type of game we have. Yeah. You know, we feed off each other. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are pretty much the most unlikely friends I thought I would ever have. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. So thanks for inviting me, Jeremy. So this is awesome. Thank you. We're expanding your horizons. Yes. <laughs> you didn't know today that you were actually walking into a therapy session. So, yeah, right? <laughs> There you go. But yeah, honestly, that's role playing when it's done properly is almost as cathartic as that. So, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion. All right. Until next time, further up and further in. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Ellie, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.